You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. Good afternoon. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the CCB GTT and BLC presentation about the HAVA one. Um, I'm going to let Frake introduce himself for us and start the presentation. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Kim. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah. Hello, everyone. My name is Frake. I'm one of the, uh, the co-founders of Hebel. Uh, and today I will tell a little bit of a story about uh, we are as Hebel and especially talk more about the Hebel one, uh, what kind of device it is and then for who it might be useful and in what situations people would use it. Um, before we get started, I think what I often prefer to do with these presentations, I'll go over all the information. It's not that long, probably, because I like to keep it short and sweet, so it's uh, still fun to listen to me. Uh, and afterwards, just ask all your questions. I think that's often for the nicest thing to do, because I'll probably tell a lot of the information or questions you have. You'll, I'll answer later on in the presentation. So just in the end, we'll do all the questions. That's the easiest way to do it. Uh, and I'm very excited to be here. So I think first things first, my name is Flake, which is a very Dutch name, uh, as Corey might know, uh, and it's horrible to pronounce outside as Netherlands. So I think a lot of people will call me freak. <laughs> That's what I'm used to at this stage. So if you want to know kind of how to remember it, the easiest way is to do Drake with an F. So freak. Now, if you do call me freak or anything else, I will still respond. I'm very used to it at this point. So don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. So super great to be here. Um, I'll start off with a little bit of a backstory of Able myself, so you have a bit of an idea who is talking to you. And then I'll afterwards go into the um, demo of the product. So I'll demo the basic use of the product, where it's used, etc. I'll go into some details, a bit more technical details of the product, and also what you what you what you would get. So what's in the box, how does the manual work, and all the material around it. I'll go into the a typical group of people that are now using the Able one. So our target group, as we as we say, um, that often helps if you identify with the group, makes the, making a decision of trying it a little bit easier. And uh, in the end, I'll also go into some reviews of people that are currently using it and what are experiences since uh, launching this around a year ago. All right, so first, a little bit about myself. Uh, my name is Freek, I'm one of the two co-founders of Hebel. Um, Hebel started around four years back uh, together with my co-founder Ayushman uh, and it started because of a very personal reason. Uh, my co-founder Ayushman, his grandfather was blind and he could no longer use his smartphone and we tried different ways for, or uh, products that were already there but they didn't really work so we decided hey maybe we can develop something ourselves that makes it a lot easier uh, to use your phone. And that was really where the first ever idea for the Hable uh, was born. This is now more than four years ago. It was actually before we even started the company. Uh, and it really gave the first idea, but it's completely different to what we build in the end. But it was our personal uh, personal goal. For me, my little um, brother and sister have a disability. So from a very young age, uh, I've been very involved uh, with people with disabilities. And I've also been very interested in how technology uh, works. And I have, a, I have a technical background. So I'm an industrial engineer, uh, bachelor's and master's. So I, for me, uh, technology is very interesting combined with uh, people with disabilities and see how we can use it in the right way um, and can make modern technology way more inclusive than it sometimes already is and sometimes it's not at all. So for Hable, we started the company four years back. And since then, we've 
developed a little over 100 prototypes before we actually got to the Hable one. This was done with more than a thousand people in the Netherlands alone um, who were blind and were kind of co-testing with us while we were building. Finally came to a design that we were very happy with and it was launched a year ago. So September 2021, we actually launched the, the Hable one to the market. Um, and since then, it's been going really fast. So we started just in the Netherlands and the UK, and now we're all over Western Europe. We're active in Canada. We're active in the US. And actually, end of this month, we'll be in Australia, New Zealand, and also several uh, other countries in Asia. So it's been a, it's been a great journey. And especially uh, the feedback so far has been so good. That's the reason why we're going really fast now. And I'm super excited to, uh, to tell more about it. So that's a little bit about Hable, about me. Now you know who you're talking to. So let's dive into uh, into the product, into the Hable one, and what it is. So first, I'll give a global overview of what the uh, what the Hable one is, and then next, I'll go into actually demoing it. So the Hable one, we like to call it a controller for your smartphone. So it's not a keyboard; instead, it's a controller. And the reason why it's a controller for your phone is because it actually takes over the full functionality of your phone. So you can control anything on your phone and you don't need to touch your phone at all anymore when you're using the Hable one. So it's there both for typing on one side, you can type in Braille or you can actually use dictation on the device and you can also do full on text editing. And on the other side, it actually takes over the navigation. So using your voiceover or talkback, it completely takes it over. And it does so with just eight buttons. So the Hable one is a controller with just eight buttons that takes over all the functionality of your phone and makes it a little bit easier to do and because of the physical keys it also feels a little bit more secure. Um, and that, in a very basic form, is what the Hable one is. So it's a controller for your phone that takes over the full functionality and makes it a lot easier and for some people also a lot more efficient um, how to use it. Typical use cases that uh, our, our, our customers are using it for right now is simple messaging people, sending emails, checking social media, making phone calls, all these different type of basic functionalities what it's used for. And our more advanced uh, users, often these are people that are working, are really using it for even things like using Excel or Word or very advanced uh, apps on the phone uh, with a real keyboard like the Hable one. So that's what the Hable one is. Like it's a controller for the phone uh, and we use uh, Brill inputs, but it's not necessary. And I'll go into that a little bit later. Um, all right, then I'll go into actually demoing the Hable. Now, the first part of my demo is actually, and is right away one of the uh, most difficult parts of the demo, is how to hold it and what it looks like. So the Hable one is around the same size as your iPhone. So if you have an iPhone, I still have an old iPhone SE 2020, but if you have a new iPhone, it's around the same size as that. It's a little bit thicker. Um, it's a standalone device, so it doesn't need anything else. It's just a Hable one that you connect with your phone. And instead of holding it vertically, like a phone, so if you would have your phone in front of you, don't hold it vertically, but turn it 90 degrees. So it's kind of in a landscape mode. Now, on the one side, I have eight buttons. And these eight buttons, they're actually facing away from me. So what that means is that I'm wrapping my hands around the sides, and they fall directly on the buttons. And you can compare it to Brill tapping on the iPhone or on the Android, like Brill on the phone itself, where you face the screen away from you. That's the same with the Hable one. So the buttons are facing away from you, 
That means I'm holding it in the air and my hands or my fingers automatically fall on the buttons. Now, what it looks like is if I go from left to right with my hands, with the buttons facing away, I'll first feel a big a key that is uh, a big button on my left side, which is button seven. Then I'll feel three vertical um, keys, which is my Braille dot one, two, and three. Then I feel some empty space. Then I feel again three vertical keys, which is button four, five, and six. Then I'll feel a large button eight. And then that's it. So that's the buttons facing away from me. The button one, two, three, four, five, and six are actually your Braille dots, and seven and eight are your backspace and space, but they also work for navigation purposes. Now, those are my buttons that I'll use whenever I'm using the phone. Uh, there's also an on-off switch, which is on top of the Hebel ones, on the smaller side on top. Um, well, that is simply for sliding it on and off. And on the bottom, I have a USB-C uh, charging gate that's for charging the Hebel one. And on the corner, I also have a little hole that is so you can attach a lanyard strap to it, which is uh, there in the box, and you can decide if you want to use that, uh, yes or no. Now, in terms of what it looks like, the colors are black and white. Um, so the actually the entire device is black with a, a logo in white in the corner, and the six brokies are also in white. And it kind of gives us a modern futuristic feel to it. And we did it on purpose because we want to look a little bit like a game controller. Uh, I myself, I use it a lot while, my, while I'm singing in train. A lot of people actually ask me what I'm doing, like what game I'm playing or what, what I'm gaming on, uh, because it really feels a little bit like you're gaming on your phone. Um, so that's it. That's what it looks like, black and white, uh, eight buttons on one side, and these buttons are facing away from it. So that means I'm holding the Hable 1 in the air, which is right away one of the like the kind of key, unique uh, things of the Hable 1. You don't need a desk or a flat surface to use this. So you simply hold it in the air, wherever you are, if you're standing outside, if you're standing in a train, or if you're sitting, you can always use it, uh, no matter what. All right, so now we've gone into how we're holding this. I'm gonna name the buttons one more time, because I'll use that for, uh, for the demo. So in a kind of natural mode, when my hands are on the table one, and my hands grab around it, my left pointing finger is on button one, my left middle finger is on button two, and my left ring finger is on button three. On the other side, my right uh, pointing finger is on four, right middle finger is on five, and right ring finger is on six. Now with my left pointing finger, I can also move a little bit to the left. And I have my left big key or my key seven. And with my right uh, pointing finger, I can go a bit to the right and I hit my key eight. So that is my way of holding it. All right, I will now connect it here with my phone. Well, it's already connected actually with my phone. So I'm just gonna turn my phone on and it's connected via Bluetooth. So the phone recognizes it as a normal Bluetooth keyboard. You connect once with Bluetooth and never have to check that again. There we go. So now it's connected with my phone and I'm currently on the home screen. Now the most, I'll just go into the really basics of what, how it works uh, and I'll, Later on, go into how you can find out more about more functionality. But the most basic function that we always start with is the single finger swipe. So right I'm on the home screen, so that means going to the next application on the screen. Now, how I would do this is I hold the big left button, so key seven. I hold it down, just keep pressing it down, and I press key eight once and release it. I'll do that now. Calendar, Saturday, camera, mail, seven o'clock. 19th maps, 
so as you, can, as you can hear, I keep repeating it. So every time I keep holding uh, button seven and every time I click button eight, it will keep going to a next application. Now, let's say I want to move backwards. I just do it the other way around. So then I hold button uh, eight and I press button seven once. And again, I'll do it a few times. So you can hear it. Block, 1960 mail, seven points, camera, double tap to open. There you go. So that's moving forward and that's moving backwards. It's a little bit of a unique interaction, but you'll see this will come back in other functions as actually super useful because whenever you know how to move forward or whenever you know how to move one way, you can always move backwards by just mirroring your last action. And that's something that we've done to make it easier that you have to remember on less functions. Uh, just a few things you have to remember and you can always find your way back. Now, if I want to open an app, I just press both my big keys, so key seven and eight at the same time. Now I opened Focus my camera. My voiceover is uh, very active. <laughs> All right, so now I opened the app. I'll quickly go out of it. All right, so I already did it now because the voiceover kept on talking. But if I want to go back to the home screen, all I have to do is hold the H in Brill. So the H for home, I hold it down and I go to my home screen. Now, you might hear this. I'm not sure if you can hear this with my microphone, but whenever I press this, I'll do it now. Home, FaceTime. You can also hear that my Hable One actually gives a vibration. And that's because we also have haptic feedback in the Hable One. Whenever you do a shortcut, so the H for home or holding the B for back or holding the F for find. You always have an extra vibration to know that your uh, that your last interaction works. So that's actually gives you a really nice feeling and gives you a little more control whenever you're using the one. Okay, so that was the very, very basic navigation. So if we're moving back, forwards, backwards, entering an app and going to the home screen. Now, let's say I want to type something. So I'll move a few apps forward again by holding seven and pressing eight and I'll go to my notes. Calibre, camera, mail, clock, maps, notes. All right, opening my notes by pressing seven and eight together. Notes, note, toolbar. Notes. All right, I quickly make a new note. Now in the now I'm in a text field and typing, especially if you're a Brill user, is extremely extremely easy. So it's typing in the uh, six dot Brill. So I can just type it, for example, the A is the one, the B is the one and two, the C is the one and four, et cetera. Um, and if I want to do something like a uh, number, I would first just do the number sign and then my one becomes a one, my one and two becomes a two, my one and four becomes a C, uh, three. Or if I want to do a capital, I just first do the capital sign and then all my next real signs become capitals. So I'll type something uh, really quickly. So um, let's see. No, insertion point. No, 27 ah. items found. I need to quickly. Keep one visible. There we go. 69 items found. Done. Done. Notes. Notes. Text field. No. Notes. Notes. Ah, I think because my phone is on a airplane mode, that this doesn't want to respond for me right now. Let's see what's happening here. One second. Voice number off. Aha. So my phone, this is a new phone, and I was afraid this would happen. <laughs> I'll just continue without showing it directly. So typing is very easy. Uh, I just type with my six Brill dots. And anyway, 
And um, let's say I want to do a backspace, then I just press my button seven. My button seven is a backspace. And if I want to do a space, that is my button eight. So that makes it super easy. An enter is uh, eight, and, uh, eight and one, and a shift enter is eight and two. So it's not the same as typing on a Braille display, so to say, but it's actually uh, just typing in six dot Braille. And especially for more beginning Braille users, it makes it a lot easier. If you're familiar to using a Braille display, the transition often takes one to two hours and you already get the, the same hang of it. It goes really fast. We have uh, yeah, thousands of Braille users there that did this and they say the transition goes really fast. So that is the very um, basics of typing. And then we come into text editing, which I think is uh, especially unique with the Hable one. So text editing is again, similar to um, going forwards and backwards as we did earlier with our seven and eight buttons. So let's say I want to, I'm, uh, I wrote a sentence and I want to move forward in that sentence. The way I do this is I again, hold button seven, like I did with moving forward, but this time I'm pressing button four to move forward. So every time I press button four, my character, my cursor will move one character forward. Now, if I want to move backwards, I just hold button four and I press button seven and I can repeat that. So I'll move a character backwards. Let's say I want to do this with words. So I want to move a word forward. Then I hold button seven and I press five to go to the next word. And I can keep pressing five to keep going to the next word. If I want to move backwards, I just hold five and I press seven to keep backwards. So you can always say that again, it's very similar to working with seven and eight. Plus, this is there in all of text editing. So if I want to do something like I want to copy the text of a one character forward, I can hold seven and I do four and five at the same time to copy my next character. And I can keep pressing it backwards. I hold four and five and I press seven. And the only thing you need to remember for this is for do all of your text editing is that all the text editing is around button seven and four, five, six. So you don't have to remember what the character forward is or what the word forward is. You just have to remember, hey, it's seven and four, five, six, and I can find whatever text editing function I need because whenever I do the wrong thing, I just move an item backwards by mirroring my last action. And it might sound a little bit complicated when I'm saying it right now, but if you get the hay in your hands, you do it the first minute, you'll get exactly what I mean. Um, that's what we see all the time. And then... It's just really easy to do any text editing without having to remember any of these functions. So that's the uh, basics of text editing. And then we have all these other functions in there that you would want to have when you're with voiceover talkback. So I can move to the beginning of the screen with holding one, two, three. I can move to the end of the screen with holding four, five, six. I can hold the R to read from here um, and all these other different functions. And then we even have some unique ones. I can uh, hold my button three, uh, which is the magic tab. So that means I can pick up any phone call, I can hang up any phone call, or I can play music and stop music. Um, I have holding button two to start dictation. Um, so these are like on just a single button because you would use this a lot. Uh, and I can hold button one to let voiceover stop reading or start reading again. Um, so that is kind of the basics of what's in the Hable one, but there's a lot of functionality. Um, but there's no point for me saying this right now because it would be way too much, but I'll explain to you how you can find out about this other functionality. So that was the end of the demo. It's a little frustrating. I have a phone here that is too new, so I didn't uh, configure it yet. And that's why I think half the things are not working. Um, but I can go into any of the questions about this, uh, about this later.
All right, so a little bit of the technical details now about the Hable one. Um, first of all, the devices it supports. So currently we support both iPhone uh, uh, phones, so any iPhones uh, and tablets, so iPads. And we also support any Android phones and Android tablets. Um, the first time you connect your Hable, it will automatically recognize the device it's connected with. And afterwards, if you would switch constantly between devices, you can configure it in the Hable menu. So if I hold all six buttons and I hold then button one, uh, holding all six buttons gets you into the menu. If I then hold button one, it will go on Android mode. If I hold all six buttons and hit button two, hold button two, it will go on iOS mode. Um, but only you only need to configure it yourself if you constantly are changing the first time it will recognize that. Um, then uh, it connects with any device. Using Bluetooth, we have the latest uh, Bluetooth chip, so it's the Bluetooth 5.2. It's not recognized as a Braille display uh, like other Braille keyboards. No, we're just recognized as a normal Bluetooth keyboard, and that allows us to have more functionality and use different ways uh, to interact with your phone than what the phone provides. So our, our computations are on the Hable one itself, uh, making it uh, more configurable uh, for us, and at which allows us to make it a little easier to work with Hable 1 compared to other Braille keyboards. Um, then the typing support, uh, we support over, I think, 12 languages right now. Uh, in English, we support UAB, a grade one and grade two, and you can switch between them. So if you hold the G, you go to uh, the other grade. So if you're currently in grade one, hold G, you go to grade two, you'll feel two vibrations. If you hold G again, you go back to grade one and you'll feel one vibration. Um, they want is very sturdy. It's really especially designed for outdoor use. Um, so it's a sturdy case. Uh, it has, uh, we developed actually together with uh, people that also design all the Philips products uh, because it really, we want to focus on durability. It should last you a very long time to work with it. And you can really use it every, every day. You can click the buttons more than 35 million times before failure. So it's really all developed in a way that you should be able to use it for multiple years. Uh, and then the battery life, the battery life is around 50 hours. Um, that's what we have to say on paper. In practice, I've seen people that use it for months every single day and they don't, uh, like they hardly ever charge it, uh, charge it around once every two months. Uh, I've even had, we had a lot of support calls from people saying, hey, my Hable doesn't work anymore. And then we asked them, well, did you try charging it? And they said, oh, I didn't know you need to charge it. So the battery life is really extremely long. Uh, and that's also, again, in that same uh, principle for us, it really has to be durable, always work for you. And that's why we have such an insane battery life. Now, what would you get if you would uh, get the Hable one? Um, first of all, you get, of course, the product. But in the uh, from us, you would get in a digital way, you'd get two type of manuals. So first, you'll get a starting guide. And the starting guide is... Um, Six chapters, the first one is how do I hold the Hable one? Second one is what is my basic navigation? The third one was my basic typing, basic text editing, et cetera. And each of these chapters take you around five to 15 minutes to work through. So if you do that for a week, for 15 minutes a day, then you can actually use your entire phone already with the Hable and then you'll be really fast. And then we also have the advanced manual where all the functions are in there. Uh, we advise people to only do that after going through the starting guide. And then you'll be able to learn all of the functions the Hable has and makes it super easy to use the entire phone like that. But it's not even necessary to learn all these advanced functions. Um, with this in the box, we uh, also provide a lanyard strap. So you can decide if you want to use this, also hang it on your wrist. Uh, we have a charging cable, of course, and a safety manual. Um, 
there's a lot of awesome material online in both video and audio formats on how to use specific links, like how do I send a message on WhatsApp or how do I uh, construct an email? How do I delete my latest email? Uh, all of these things are online uh, on our YouTube channel and on our website where you can find how to use AOL. Then we have software updates. Um, these are there around uh, four times a year. Currently, they're happening uh, via the cable that's provided with table. And so you use the cable, you plug it into your computer and you can update the software. Um, in the future, we will also have an app for this. Um, all these software updates are free and they will stay free also for you for the future. So that's all included. And what happens in software updates is we'll just make sure it's always compatible to the latest version of iOS and Android. Um, but also we add functionality still. So last update, we actually added the press and hold, which allows you to send voice messages on WhatsApp, for example. This was requested, so we added this. Uh, and that's really on the technical side and on how the product works. And for the final part, I'll highlight a little bit what right now we see is the, um, the group that really benefits most from using this product. So the first group that, that we have right now, that's really the, the larger percentage of the users that we have is experienced Braillist. So this is people that have used Braille before, but you can be both a beginner and an expert. And often this group gets it because they want to, to type faster on their phone. I think typing is a huge issue when you're using voiceover talkback. You don't always want to have to use dictation with passwords or any sensitive fields. It doesn't really work uh, or sending emails. So you want to type, but typing can be super slow and frustrating on the phone itself. But then we say the Hable, I mean, if you already know Brill, it goes really fast. If you're a beginning Brill user, it's really great to keep you in the rhythm of using Brill and you'll get really fast really soon. Uh, funny thing is that this group gets it often for just the typing experience, but they start loving it when they actually um, also use the navigation side. So when you dive into the navigation functions, um, I, I would say around 50% of this group right now, they don't even have to touch their phone anymore. They just keep their phone safely in their back or their pocket and they just use the Hable One and a Bluetooth um, earpiece to use their entire phone. Um, I could know there's to say like, don't forget where you put your phone because we've had this call many times where people lost their phone somewhere in the house to just use the table all the time. Uh, but sometimes you might need to charge your phone or something to make sure to uh, remember where it is. But it's it's really ideal to not have to take your phone out at all. It feels super safe because the table you hold with two hands, so that's very secure. And it just goes much faster when you can control the entire phone like this. So first group, Braillist, especially if you right now feel like typing on your phone is slow and efficient. Um, or if you're a beginning Braille user to really keep up to date with Braille and, and, and keep practicing, uh, you get really fast with really soon. And it's a lot of fun to use as well. It's kind of like a, a gaming device. Now, the second group, and this group is growing quite fast for us, is people that are not necessarily Braille users, but they just struggle with using um, voiceover talkback. So using the gestures on the screen. Uh, I think a lot of people might recognize themselves in this, but the swiping movements and remembering the different patterns you have to take on your phone can be super annoying to use and super frustrating and with physical buttons this is just a lot easier and the hey one is especially focused on making it easy easy to remember so i would really advise just trying it out if you if you are in this group where you find voiceover talkback annoying because it might make it a lot easier for you and if you don't know brill um, you just use the dictation uh, button. There's one button for dictation. Um, although we do really advise to start learning at least the basics with the Hable One. But 
many people have done this before already so you would not you there's hundreds of people that didn't know any braille just got the hip one and learned it with that so there's also a lot of material for it uh, if you're interested in that so these are the two main main groups braille users that want to especially do it for typing but they get a lot faster um also when they start using navigation and the other side is really when you're struggling with the gestures the final group it's it's not really a new group it's addition is that students and people in a work environment like if you travel every day to work they tend to really love love the device because it's gets so much extra efficiency out you can already work in the train um for them it's really uh, it's really great and a lot of added value as well all right then um we uh i normally share some of the reviews we have but i believe there is um, someone in the call that has actually been using the Hable one already before. So I'll let, right after this, I'll just finish the presentation. I'll ask her to share some of her experiences. I think that's a, that's always better to have someone that really used it and explain herself uh, how she has been using it a little bit. And then the final part I just want to share is, um, so we've been in the market for around a year. Um, and I think, yeah, I always love to share this, uh, this statistic. I think it says a lot about the product. So we've took taking a long time before we brought it out and it's because we had to really improve it all the time um but now um we are at a stage where every 10 people that we show the table onto that are into that fall into the categories i just mentioned so either uh, active brill users or beginning brill users uh, trouble with typing on their phone or people that have trouble uh, navigating on the phone for them we say that every 10 people eight people actually end up purchasing able one or actually get end up getting the Hable one because for them it's such a, a big increase uh, of, of how they use the phone they're so happy with it um so that is something i think is is really great and what i would always advise and it's always the case with technologies like this um if you're very interested try to catch um try to see if you can test it somewhere try to see if you can try it out somewhere um and then just do that first and that's the best way to judge it's super hard to kind of with assistive technology determine from online a lot of reviews other other people what they think if it's a device for you it really depends per person that's what we've really learned so see if you can somehow see try it out we are uh, available to see that by cnib smart life stores we have some other programs so try it out and then see for yourself if it's uh, if it's a good fit for you that is the end of my uh, information uh, overload maybe for uh, with a lot of information for me i would now say uh, yeah i'm open for some questions and maybe we can have tracy <laughs> um yeah. hey uh can you just Ray, can you just tell us for the podcast can you just tell us the the website and you know information any email information before you um you finish the presentation Yes, of course. Yes. So if you want to find out more, if you want to try out the product, if you want some more information, um, you can email at support at imhable.com. And Hable is spelled H-A-B-L-E. So support at imhable.com. Or if you want to find uh, more information on your own, you can uh, find our website at imhable.com. And that's where you can find all the information. I first uh, saw a couple uh, Zoom things I attended um, and um, I thought this sounds great because I am was never a big one. I didn't like texting, you know, I'm not one to talk to things. So I, you know, I touched the letters A, A, B, B, you know, sort of, and I mean, I could do it, but it was 
kind of annoying and I didn't want to do emails and you want so um when after I saw the uh zoom uh, videos that I attended or listened to I I got this email from CNIB because I thought if I get my hands on one I like it I'm going to buy it so I get this email in July that someone from Habel was going to be at CNIB Smart Life um and come so I went and I was the only one who showed and I met Frank and um I tried it out and I thought so I said to him okay I'm buying one and uh and I took it home and um I love it so I like checking what text I have checking what um like and answering them I'm even starting to do emails on the phone which I will would not do because it was just so cumbersome the computer was a lot easier for me um it to me it's more it's quite intuitive to use to um you know a lot of things make sense if you want home you hold down the braille letter h back you hold the letter b and there's a lot of um i i use computer braille and i i would like it if i had the choice to use computer braille so i use grade one just because i do like computer and if you know computer braille to turn the volume up and down so to turn the volume up is a greater than sign, which is the G, uh, which is the G G H. I might have it wrong, and the A R is to turn it down. I think I have to check which way it is. But a lot of these um, things um, make sense. Um, I didn't get any manuals with mine. I don't know if it's supposed to get print or whatever, but I just went to their website and downloaded the manuals. Um, I use Android, and it's very close to iOS. So if anybody ever you decide to get one, um, or even if even if you go to CNB or you get one for CW to try, I'm willing to sit down with you there on Zoom or the phone and help you um, use it to get familiar with it if if you wish. So um, yeah, I I I can't say enough about it and I love it and I am willing to help other people. And I just want to thank uh, Frank so much for coming um, to our presentation and also thank you to Tracy. Thank you for listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. There are many ways to get in touch with us. You can call us toll-free at 1-877-304-0968. You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog. If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list, you can send a blank email to GTT support plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.org.